Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Having discussion. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in that. What are you looking at me like that for? What are you talking about? We're supposed to make eye contact. It's the Midday Show with Andy Parker and my son, my baby boy, Randy McMichael. When I crack open this mic. <laughs> that was the most media member thing that's ever been yeah. said. Starring Randy Montez McMichael as Randy and my firstborn son, Andrew Stephen Bunker as Andy. You can't say Randy without saying Andy. It's the Andy and Randy Midday Show. Boring answer. Just make sure you don't touch that dial, then we'll be cool. Touch it and use the fool. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Good morning. Welcome in Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Midday Show with Andy and Randy with you here on a Trillville Thursday. No Randy Mack today or tomorrow. A much-deserved vacation for the big guy. Uh, Abe Gordon in today. How, how surprised are you? He didn't end up coming in today. Not surprised. Okay. He, you know he. You know he. He has a little bit of fun with uh, everybody's at home and it's going to be crowded and all. He loves his family. He loves spending time with them. He puts on like everyone gets on his nerves, but he loves everyone's there too. Like kids home from college and stuff. So he's having a good time now. Look, but like by the weekend or by the end of their trip that they're taking up to Nashville to go see Christmas lights, yeah, he might be done with that. But no, nah, he he he's happy to have everyone in the house. Um, and look, if if you're done with work for the week, congratulations. Thanks for having us with you. If you're out there running around doing some last minute stuff. There was definitely a lot of people doing that yesterday when I was out and about after the uh, after the show. I had to make a couple quick stops just to pick some last minute things up. My wife went to Costco. God bless her. I'm glad I didn't have to do that task because she said it was absolutely insane in there. Not surprisingly, uh, but whatever it is that has you uh, listening to us today, whether you're at work like normal or you're off or you're at home or whatever, uh, we appreciate you bringing us with you. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. We'll get into what's trending coming up in about 15 minutes. Hawks with a nice win last night. Dare I say the best win of the year for the Atlanta Hawks last night? Maybe. We could debate okay. that one way or the other. You can talk me into that. One way or the other, but still a good win um, and a resilient win as well because they were absolutely getting whatever they wanted in the first half, and then they went cold a little bit, and Houston's good, and they closed the gap and actually took the lead, uh, and then the Hawks came back and won it. So uh, it was nice to see them uh, able to do that in a game that could have very easily slept away. Uh handful of guests today as well. Zeno, who was just in on the Steakhouse, going to join us, help us with some gambling in the 12 o'clock hour. Uh, Smoking Joe Patrick, as always, joins us on Thursdays to talk some Falcons football. Looking forward to that one as well. But good morning to you, Abe. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I, I, I got to ask you a question, because sure. for those who don't know, I'm off tomorrow. I'm off the, the all of next week. I'm going on uh, a regular winter vacation, a family cruise. Um, I haven't packed yet, like, anything. Are you an early Packer? Are you a last, like the night before Packer? What's your, what's your game plan? I'm a late Packer. Okay, yeah, I'm a, I'm a. I kind of maybe have a have a like a, a mental image, like I visualize maybe a little bit of what I might need. A generic idea, but like, yeah, I'm not because you know. I, don't, I also in my brain, how long could stuff. it possibly take to pack? Yeah, because all it is, it's folded up in the closet right now. All it has to do is then be placed into a bag. Yeah. Like, there's not that much. 
Now, when you game pack. planning really that goes into it, like if I'm going on a cruise like you are, uh, I'm probably going to bring some stuff to swim in. Yeah, going to bring yeah. some stuff to sleep in and some stuff that's comfortable to be on the cruise right. ship in. And some night night nighttime apparel in terms of. Oh, right. Like if you're going to go to like the jeans and a the a casino shirt. or something oh, like that. One of the shows. I will be at the shows. I'm not wasting my time at the shows. I don't know. I've never been on a cruise before, but I, get, I, I know I get, that there's a lot of stuff. I have the that goes casino on. drink package. Oh, good. So I get I get 15 drinks per night, but only if I'm at the tables or a slot machine. Okay. So And you would be surprised how just so long as you're gambling, then you can also be consuming fifteen. I could kind of just be standing there too. Do you I'm on the list. Do you think that you'll be able to put down the uh the allotment every single night? Like can you do the fifteen? I do it a lot more than you would think I would. And because I didn't think that I would hit it once when I first got that package. And then it's like, oh, I hit it like four straight nights. But now <laughs> I don't normally get after it if we're doing something the next day, like excursion wise. Sure, yeah, if I have to. 15 drinks will ruin the excursion. But I don't want to then sure. go kayaking, right? Like, yeah. I mean, we are going kayaking. I do want to go kayaking. I don't want to go kayaking after, you know, 15 bourbon and Cokes. Yeah, it's not, it's not so, going to enjoy it the same way. But, yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy it at all. You'll hit your 15. They also get you because if I get a Red Bull and vodka, that counts as two drinks. Okay. The, so they get you on that a okay. little bit. You got to be careful. Yeah. So the mixer counts. But you don't always have to have mixer Well, the mixer either. only counts if it's a Red Bull. Okay. Like a, a, okay. a, a Captain and Coke or something okay. is just one drink. Well, good to know. Sounds like a fun uh, a fun vacation coming up and obviously well-earned as well. And like we said, a lot to get into. We'll get into some of what Arthur Smith had to say yesterday um, to Dukes and Bell. Really, you know, at, at this point, everyone has spoken <laughs> this week. Uh, Desmond Ritter spoke with his play on Sunday. We didn't know what they were going to do Monday. The report came out Tuesday. Tuesday night, Arthur Blank did an interview, so that happened. Uh, then yesterday, Arthur Smith met with Dukes and Bell in the media and all that stuff. So all the talking kind of about the situation has been done. We'll talk more about it, obviously, and continue looking ahead to the game on, on Sunday as well against the Colts, who are 5-1 and one over their last six games, by the way. Um, yesterday was National Signing Day in college football, and – it's interesting because as the landscape shifts a bit and NIL and uh, transfer portal and all of this kind of stuff, uh, it, it feels easy to maybe downgrade what some of these traditional dates on the calendar are. Um, and I think yesterday was a really good example of how programs like Georgia and the really good sustainable programs in college football are still going to use yesterday as the foundation of what they do. Like, I think the transfer portal is is going to be – I've enjoyed it. I think it's been really fun. I know that it's not, you know, it's not as clean as maybe it will be someday. There's no regulation, all that kind of stuff. But none of that really bothers me. Um, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a good way to level the playing field on a year-by-year basis. But what happened yesterday – it's not a level playing field. The programs that are dominating recruiting and signing days are still dominating recruiting and signing days, and Georgia flexed that yesterday. It's also why we shouldn't overreact or panic when we see players enter the portal. And look, I think you're right about what the portal can be and can do. I think you saw it a little bit this year. There are teams that are close to being contenders that can jump into the sphere of contenders through the portal. But I still think at the bottom of it all, recruiting and developing those recruits is always going to be more important than the transfer portal. And maybe on a given year, not so, but to sustain the program, National Signing Day and your recruiting class is still the lifeblood of college football. And I think when you look at that and you see Georgia where they are, 
it starts to make sense that they can afford. And part of this is about affording. You know some of these guys are going to leave, and that's why you have to ramp it up. That's why you can afford 17 guys, including one of your top quarterbacks, going into the portal. And there's no panic. There's no concern about a drop-off. There's no concern about all that because you're still doing it. I don't want to call it the old-school way, but to, to an extent, it is. Well, you're doing it every way. And that, well, that's, yeah, that, that too. That's, that's the way that you – if you're going to be one of these programs that is – sustaining it year over year after year, you've got to do it every way. You're going to lose guys in the portal. You're going to bring guys back in the portal. Um, but you've got to retain these classes that you sign to, for the most part. I mean, obviously, again, you're going to lose guys. M- most programs having the last two weeks that Georgia had, first of all, most programs can't have the last two weeks that Georgia had because you don't have four five stars on your oh, roster lot, anyway. Yeah, a lot of those guys, yeah. Yeah, I mean, most, most even good programs don't have as many five stars on their roster as Georgia lost last week in the portal. The reason why you don't panic is because year after year you're getting that, you're restocking the shelves, and they did the same thing yesterday. I mean, they flipped K.J. Bolden, uh, which is a really impressive late in the, uh, in the signing period move or late, late, in the, late in the process, recruiting process move for them. Can I ask you about that one real quick? Sure. Do, do you think that flip happens if Florida State's in the playoffs? I don't know. I'm not I, sure. I started to wonder earlier today, I was thinking. I know if, Florida State is asking themselves that, which is yeah. why they're having a, a, a meeting tomorrow amongst all of their decision makers it, about now, what they're going to do. Theoretically, <laughs> moving forward, it would be a different situation. But I do wonder if in the last year, like that actually impacted his thought process. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how each individual is making their decision. I mean, I know some coaches had comments on it yesterday, coaches that got snuck late in the in the game that, you know, thought guys were signing with them and then ultimately signed to other places. It's, it's all's fair and love war and recruiting, right? Until the name's on the dotted line, he's not coming to your school. You know what I mean? That's why we don't get too overly uh, enthusiastic about verbal commitments. Even yesterday, there was some, uh, some wonder as to whether or not that number one wide receiver kid at Ohio State really did sign. People were, like, zooming in on the videos, like, I see, the pen never touched the paper. You know how new pen still had that little small bubble of something that protects it from writing? Yeah, the little wax. So I didn't know about that. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay. Until I threw away about 30 pens (laughs) here at 92.9 The Game. I was like, why do all these pens have this weird buildup on the end of them? Why can't we get any good pens around here? And then finally someone was like, no, that's, like, that's brand new. Like, that's, so it doesn't leak. Like, oh, I'm an idiot. Got it. Don't know that much stuff about pens, all right? We'll come back and tell you about uh, what's trending here on a Trillville Thursday morning. Thanks for being with us. Abe Gordon in for Randy. Uh, We'll be right back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
He actually had worked out at our campus a while out, and we knew that he was a really talented young man. And from that point on, I mean, I bet he's been on this campus 20 or 30 times. But there was no different recruitment for KJ. It was just consistent. Consistency is the key. Yeah, that's Kirby Smart yesterday, talking about one of the big signees that Georgia got. KJ Bolden uh, had been committed elsewhere. Uh, and then when it was time to put pen to paper yesterday, signed with Georgia. Uh, happened with a number of guys yesterday. Happens every year. Um, and, you know, Kirby's probably not giving us all of the details as to how you get a guy to change his mind late in the game like that, but that's okay. He doesn't necessarily have to. Consistency is definitely a part of it, though. I mean, you meet the kid when? When a guy's that good, they start going to camps that you're recruiting. You meet him eighth, ninth grade. I was going to say, like if that. they're, yeah, like seventh, eighth grade, eighth, you make yeah. a relationship, you keep the relationship, and then maybe four years down the road, when it's time for him to go to college, you cash in on that relationship. And then when K.J. Bolden gets to, gets to campus in uh, Athens, he has a relationship, too. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I hope he can. Um, that's the name of the game. And uh, there was a lot of coaches acting yesterday like it was their first time. Guys flip, man. Coaches are trying to get your guys. Until they sign, they're not yours. You're trying to get and others? Even if they do, yeah, exactly. You're so doing the same thing. What, like, what, you're what trying to Way Street? I know. I, every coach is like, we do it the right way. Just like every fan base thinks their team does it the right way. Those guys over there, the other side of town, our rivals specifically. You know they got that, that kids book, everybody, you know, blanks. Everybody poops. Uh, you can say poops. No, I don't like to. Uh, they should have a college football version. It's just everybody cheats. Everybody just recruits. Understand. <laughs> everybody cheats. Everybody, everybody does. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting to me. Uh, just If you were in this situation. What I, situation? Well, you're a, you're an elite to some extent high school athlete. Okay, easy for me. Go on. Place yourself in those shoes. Mm-hmm. When would you verbally commit? Like like because I see verbally committing and they're not really committing, and I understand things change. I but- think what I would do is I would sign when it was time to sign, and that's that. The most fun part would be going on the visits. Because if you verbal, then some schools don't want you to come visit and all right, that stuff. Right, right, But then also, if you verbal, you get money from some of them too. So that's uh, that's a and I know you, you theoretically would list, but uh, I want to go on, losing scholarship offers. If I want to go on the visits. Whatever. The visits sound like fun. Well, that's the funny thing to me is you verbally committed and then you're taking official visits. Still, you're like, all right, well, uh, then you're not verbally committed. But like, I, I mean, then I guess if you do verbally commit somewhere, like say I verbaled to Georgia, but then I'm taking a visit to... Will they roll out more of a red carpet exactly. if you verbaled elsewhere? Yeah, maybe the visit's even more fun if they're, trying to, if they're trying to get you to change your mind. So I don't know. It's all, it's all a part of the game. It's all kind of nonsense and theater and all of that kind of stuff. But I get it. It's part of it. Uh, it's also incredibly important. And what happened yesterday for a lot of these kids is the biggest decision they'll make in their lives. Some of them will make bigger decisions in like a year when they decide to leave that school and go somewhere else. And I like what Kirby was talking about yesterday as it relates to the transfer portal. And this is the only thing you can really say about it if you're a coach and you don't want to sound like sour grapes is I like the transfer portal. It's a good opportunity for guys to find a place to play. It's helpful for these guys. And I think it's also okay for him to say and for other coaches to say, the problem that I have with it is when guys quit on a situation or move on from a situation one year in, maybe you don't know yet, but if you've been at a school for three or four years, two or three years, whatever, and you haven't played, you, you want to play. You're, you're, a, you're a football player. 
not just a guy who puts on pads on Saturday. You want to actually get out there, and that's an opportunity for people to find a place to play. I also think Kirby's in a situation where he's not worried, scared, or concerned about who's into the portal nope. because they they have backups and they have depth and they have and all that stuff. Yep. I think there are situations where you're like, oh my god, we lost that guy. We're going to be in real trouble next year. Yep, that's never. Not for them. Ever said for, for, for the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, the other thing about the portal, and we kind of touched on it in the first segment, is, you know, in the college football playoff era, there's been very consistently two to three of the same teams or types of teams every single year. And over the last couple of years, there's been maybe a, a, a different type of team. And I think there's also different reasons why there has been. But the reason Washington is in the college football playoff this year is because of the transfer portal. Not because, they had some good recruiting classes, for sure. They, they built it that way. But it's because they got some really good, elite, high-end dudes out of the portal that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise, and they are cashing in on it for one year. Are they going to be back there next year? I don't know. Not, it's not as, as easy to predict that as it is to say that Georgia probably will be or that Alabama probably will be or that some of these other schools that have done it over and over again in recruiting probably will be. But I think that's what's fun. I mean, it gives some of these other guys uh, a ticket to the party. Um, all right. Let's hear Arthur Smith. This was uh, from yesterday, hanging out with Dukes and Bell up there live on Wednesdays, as he always does, talking about having this conversation with Desmond Ritter again. Yeah, if you've got any uh, empathy or true care about somebody as a person, they're never easy. But again, we all know, just like when you ask the questions, like, does it this bother you? It's like, again, yeah, it's what we signed up for. It doesn't mean you've got to lose your do things without dignity or lose your empathy or, you know, perspective because you care about the person. And so, yeah, those are private conversations and uh, those are never easy. And uh, like I'm confident that Des is just the beginning of his career. Great things will happen for Des. Yeah, I mean, look, that's, that, that's good for sure. Um, handling those situations professionally or however you want to put it, is part of it, and it's important, of course. I mean, you're not just going to walk in there and be like, ah, you suck again? Sit down. Like, you're obviously not going to do that. You have to be a professional about it. Um, but I think we also understand the reality of, of what that league is, and no one's really sitting here feeling sorry for anyone, right? Like, it sucks, well, it sucks that it happened, but that's what happens. Like, it's a results business, and the results weren't there, so they had to make the choice that they made, and I don't know, hopefully Heineke can play better on Sunday and they can get a couple wins or three wins down the stretch and, and get into the playoffs. But, I mean, you know, well, you know I'm sorry the conversation was hard. I don't think he's asking for sympathy either, but that's it. I mean, that's the, that's the deal. What's tough for me as a fan is, first off, uh, obviously, it's the right decision, I believe. I think it had to be made for he's trying to save his job, whatever. Um, I really like Desmond Ritter. Like, like I like him as a person. Hmm. I like the way he addresses tough situations. I like there's so many aspects about him that I like off of the field. But then he steps on the field and has six red zone turnovers. And it you can't you can't let your emotions or your feelings for a guy get caught up. I mean, you can't misconstrue the person versus the player. And, no. and the player has to go. Yeah. And that, unfortunately, as you sort of go back and think about the conversation surrounding him, so much of the, the justification and the reasoning that we were getting from them about why he was the right guy for the job was kind of character stuff. Maturity. It a was, lot of experience. Yeah, like He's he, handled some tough situations right. in big games. Right. He's, yeah, I, I get it. What, what about, uh, you know, 
making the throws? What about decision making? What about in the red zone when it matters most? And again, I guess they didn't know. It, that, yet that's what I'm confused done by. It yet. Is but it like, didn't show up like that in I, college? Yeah, but and as college, it's lower know. level. I get it. You know, yeah. Um. Anyway, he's not the guy anymore, and uh, probably won't be the guy again. Here, uh, sucks that it worked out the way that it did. Hopefully, Heineke plays really good this weekend, and they can they can do something down the stretch. Hawks had a good one last night, fun one in Houston. If you didn't watch it, man, this is this is what Hawks basketball is this year. One thirty four, one twenty seven, and a lot of this. We're under ten to go in the game. Trey Young has it. Hawks up by five now. Trey drives alley-oop again, and Enyeka jams it home again. Right over Sengwin. He can't guard him. And a timeout called by Houston. It leaves him with two for the game. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, both of the Hawks centers, Clint Capella and Enyeka Kongwu, had their way with Shingun um, offensively. Now, there were some moments where, where he, he did a little bit on the offensive side for the Rockets as well. But that was a really fun performance last night. Trey continues to be fantastic. That's five in a row now with at least 30 and 10. Um, bogey, man. Healthy bogey. And I know they got him back last night after missing a couple, but he's been healthy relatively the entire year. He looks like a different guy. Like, he's he, such a weapon off the bench. He's on a Kyle Korver run of shooting. Like, like, like he's just shooting so well at this point. You mentioned Trey. It, I'm sure we've all seen the numbers. Like, he's one of only five guys now to drop five straight 30 and 10 games assist being the 10 obviously he's on a he's on an incredible run uh now there were some boneheaded plays in the fourth quarter uh in what's frustrating me this is why I want you to defend the comment you made earlier you called this the the best Hawks win of the season I th- something close to that I don't yeah. want to misquote you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you, I, I I said you you could whatever I'll say it it's the best Hawks win of the season the Rockets are good at home. They went in there and beat them. They're good at home. They're an outstanding defensive team. Yeah. This game was in hand twice, and you let them dial back into it. And that's frustrating for yeah. me because it's so easy to have seen this game gone a different way. Dylan, I remember it was Dylan Brooks or Fred Van. Someone took a terrible three with like a minute 15 left when they were down, I think, six. I mean, just heat check three, which you should never be taking. But if they have a good possession there, the Hawks don't turn. I mean, it just... It was so close to this either going to overtime or going the other way. It's really frustrating because twice in this game, it felt like it was in control. And ultimately, it, it, it they won. Yes. I'm very happy about that. But yeah, let me, I, let me, I, I want to see them close the door on some of these games. I don't want to be condescending in saying this, but let me uh, let me try to like ease the, let me learn you the something. frustration if you're going to be carrying that with you going forward. No lead is safe with this basketball team. They could be up by 30. Their defense is so bad at times that no lead is safe. I know, but that is... Every game they play is probably going to end up being that pretty That in close. itself is what's frustrating. Yeah, right. I was fair, trying to go to bed, man. Fair enough. Oh. <laughs> I'm so, look, I'll be honest. Well. I was trying to go to bed. I'm like, they're up 19. Like, we're good, right? I'll watch a couple more minutes. Uh, well, they're up 12 now. Like, now what? We can't... Seven... We can't make our take about the game be I'm upset about it because I wanted to go to bed, can we? That can't be our take. It's like the third straight game where I wanted to go can to bed. You don't work on the morning show anymore. 40. I'm still old or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, Pretty fun offensive performance, though. Also kind of cool. I know he's on the other team, but uh, Jabari Smith had his best game of his career last night. 34 points for the Rockets. They got some some intrigue over there. Obviously, Dylan Brooks gave him a a toughness, maybe, is what you want to call it. Dirtiness. Depends on who you're talking to out of last night. There was a moment yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, it was some cup check in the game yesterday, but... uh, yeah, Hawks can score with anybody, even a good team like Houston, um, and they can also give up 127 to anybody, even a team that you know 
should have been out of the game a couple of different times. But that's just what it is, man. Hawks games are going to look like that until they do something um, roster-wise to get some better perimeter defenders in here. All right. Um, we'll come back. I think we're going to let you hear the uh, the 12 middays of Christmas again. If you missed it earlier in the week, got to give folks an opportunity to hear that banger. I mean, it's Trillville Thursday. What's Triller than our version of the 12 middays of Christmas? So don't go anywhere. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Midday Show with Andy and Randy with you here. Drillville Thursday, thanks for being with us. This hour brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. Call 770-755-1516 today. Abe Gordon in for Randy today. Jason Longshore in tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is going to be my final midday show of 2023. So we'll get good and sappy in the AMA segment tomorrow, thanking people and telling everybody what you mean to me and all that kind of stuff. Um, we're also going to let Jason talk about some soccer stuff at 1140. This is what we call a 24-hour tease. But 24 hours from right now at 1140, we're going to say, all right, Jason, you've got 10 minutes to say all the soccer stuff you want. Go. And then Jason's going to say a bunch of soccer stuff. And then we're going to be like, cool, we learned a lot. And then we'll talk NFL, probably no huddle at the top of the 12 o'clock hour. But that'll be good. Different we'll get, kind of football. Get Jason in here for all of his soccer expertise. And obviously we'll... If there's anything that naturally comes up throughout the show, we'll get to that as well. Not to be dismissive of the beautiful game, but that is Jason's area of, of particular expertise, and we'll let him lean into that at 1140 tomorrow. You had an interesting question here before we, we replay the, the 12 middays of Christmas. Um, sort of in the, the holiday spirit of maybe you get a gift, you keep the gift receipt, you take it back, all of that kind of stuff. If you could keep the receipt on your dumbest sports opinion ever, I don't know if it's of the year or of your life. Do you have one that comes to mind? Like, is that something that, that I mean, you have readily available? Of the year, it's definitely like there's no shot the Falcons don't win the NFC South. It's a terrible division, and they're better than everyone else. And the quarterback, even with the – like, that of the year, like, but definitely nobody that. went – you didn't go that far. Did you? you just said they might. Like, they should. I, I said they should. I didn't say, like – Always hedge it with should. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because they are the Falcons. I probably would have gone with no reason not to. Yeah. Which is kind of the same thing. Yeah. I you know, I, I know some some people probably were out there saying they're going to they definitely will hundred percent. I didn't say definitely. I just no. yeah, how could you? No. You don't know who the quarterback is. I mean, you knew who he was by name, but you didn't know what he could do and unfortunately he proved that he couldn't do it throughout the, the course of the season. But yeah, I don't know. I, I know my worst one ever, and luckily I wasn't in sports media at the time. I was only fifteen, but my mom never lets me forget it. When the Mariners signed Ichiro, I was like, eh, I don't know. I'm not so sure about this Ichiro guy. Yeah, he could hit in Japan, but I don't know if he's going to be able to hack it in the majors. Uh, he did. He was good. Did he? I, he did a really good pull job. Pull up the baseball reference. Oh, yeah, he sure did. Look yeah, at I, that. I kind of, you know, it's like stubbornly stuck to that for years, too. I was like, I mean, a lot of people hit singles, okay? What's he doing to win games? And then my mom was at the game where he broke the all-time single-season hit record. He got like... 262 hits in a year or something like that. She texted me a picture of it. She was like, yeah, I think he's going to last. I think he's going to have a, I think he's going to be okay in the major leagues. I was like, yeah, our right, time it's, will tell. You're just texting back. It's sad. What's happened to the state of pitching in major time league baseball tell with Ichiro. Yeah. I got that. one. My wrong. dad calls me out on a bunch of Flat these. Out wrong. Yeah. He'll call me out. Oh, you said this. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. I mean like, okay, well he got hurt. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm pretty good. My dad, cause my dad will float some crazy theories out there. Like, this guy's going to win this side. I'm like, no, it's definitely Blake Snell. 
He tried to throw Justin, what's the guy's name? Justin Steele. Is that the, 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 the Cubs pitcher? He tried to th- throw that out at me when Blake Snell was like eight and nine. And I'm like, nah, it's definitely Blake Snell. Look at this- that. So we're doing, we're keeping receipts on Abe's dad. Yeah. It's not Abe's bad takes. It's Abe's dad's bad takes. Well, we had a Heisman, like we had a Heisman <laughs> thing. And he, I at like that point, wasn't it Spencer Strider, though, right around? No, it was never Spencer Strider. It That's was. the whole point. You know what's. It no, was always Blake Snell. You know what's a funny thing about keep the receipts, though, is because it's a very popular thing for people to say yeah, right sure now. Is. All it is is just be accountable, right? Like, you just want to, you're going to hold people like things they say in the past. The funny thing, though, is because you, you want to say, like, Tua said this yesterday, and it doesn't make any sense. It completely contradicts. Um, itself he said he ignores the noise because you have to say that too like how would you know there's noise then exactly how can you how can you at the same time keep receipts and ignore the noise you cannot it's just fun to say both of those you have to say both of those things in order to be cool so you have to ignore the noise and not care what any of the haters say but then also you want haters because having haters is good and it means you're doing something and then you also keep the receipts so you could shove it in their faces after you prove them wrong so, yeah, I mean, everyone's a hypocrite. It's just very funny to completely contradict yourself in the same phrase by trying to say cool stuff. There's also one thing to be wrong, like freezing cold takes on Twitter or X, whatever, is great. But there are some comments that are being made, some declaratory statements that are so epically wrong. That's where I enjoy it. Like, if you're wrong about, like, well, you picked Clemson, you dummy. Like, all right, I, I got a game wrong. Like, okay. Vegas did too, right? Like, like they thought it was going to be a seven-point spread. They won by 31. I was wrong. Okay, fine. But to, like, make those in- incredibly declarative statements of this guy's a bum, get him out of here, Brock Purdy or this or that, I'm like, you mean the guy that's, like, a favorite for the MVP, that guy? And, look, the story on Brock Purdy's career is not written. There's, there's a thousand of those examples. When it's so above and beyond what that statement needs to be and then you get it wrong, that's what I enjoy. Yeah. Well, and that's just the nature of things right now, right? Is like if you're not like entertaining enough in, in general, you have to sort of resort to this. All right. Everything's either the worst thing or the best thing that's ever happened. Every, every incident, every game has to be boiled down to a legacy maker or destroyer. And when that's the default, then you're going to say stuff that's wrong all the time. Like if, if that game last night, like, I, like Steph made it three the other night. Like against um, against Boston and won the game, and instead of just being like, "Man, that was a great shot by a great player," it was like, "All right, when are we ready to start having the conversation about the single greatest player of all time?" Like, why we don't have to do that? We don't have to. Do that. He just made a good shot in December of one year. Like, not everything has to be that thing. You can make it that if you want to, but it doesn't have Did to. Did you? It doesn't have to be. You know, I it almost could just be a cool thing that happened that you saw and liked. I almost sent you this. Did you see the commentary between Jason Williams, Jay Will, and it? I, I want to say it was like Stephen A. Smith about Shaq's place among all-time centers. Nope. Missed that oh, one. I should have sent it to you. It was – I'm pretty sure Stephen A. Smith said Shaq's not one of the five greatest centers of all time, and Jay Will lost it, and it was, it was pretty good. And you enjoyed that. Yeah, I so I guess that is for yeah. yeah some, some people do like that. I would have been like, oh, all right, that's his. Goal. That's what Stephen A. thinks. Okay, cool. But he doesn't defend it. It's not just him. Like sometimes I'm okay with people making wild statements. I make wild statements. You do, I, and I'm You're wrong. A wild statement maker. But I, and I, I'm wrong sometimes. Or right. I'm right sometimes. Yeah. Whatever. I don't keep track. I don't keep score. Yeah, Neither do I. But at least I am attempting to defend it 
Mm. I make a statement and then try and defend it. I don't just make a statement and then advance. Here's some defense, or maybe it does, but I'm not going to defend it because I think it's really great. Uh, our, our, our 12 middays of Christmas, we sat down earlier this week. We recorded it. Uh, we tried to make it as show-specific and inside-jokey as possible, so all 12 of them, if you don't, you'll at the very least enjoy me and Randy trying to sing. Merry Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, the midday's day to me, Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! On the second day of Christmas, the midday's gave to me, two potent dads and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! On the third day of Christmas, the middays gave to me three festive hours, two potent dads, and you singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! On the fourth day of Christmas, the middays gave to me Abe's four TVs, three festive hours, two potent dads, and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! Andy Randy! On the fifth day of Christmas, the middays gave to me five cases of bush. A's, four TVs, three festive hours, two potent dads, and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! Andy Randy! On the sixth day of Christmas, the middays came to me. Six texts too many, five cases of bush. Apes for TVs, three festive hours, two potent dads, and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! Andy Randy! On the seventh day of Christmas, the middays came to me. Seven sticker teases. But that's, like I said, that's who we are. We had homers. Six texts too many, five cases of bush. A's, four TVs, three festive hours, two potent dads, and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! Andy Randy! On the eighth day of Christmas, the middays gave to me eight yams a yam and seven snicker teases. Ball's coming out really good. Six texts too many, five cases of bush. A four TVs, three festive hours, two potent bats, and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! Andy Randy! On the ninth day of Christmas, the middays gave to me nine ladies shaking, eight yams a yam, and seven snicker teases. Those guys are dangerous when they smell that. Six texts too many, five cases of bush. A's, four TVs, three festive hours, two potent dads, and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! On the tenth day of Christmas, the middays gave to me ten of bows, headbands, nine ladies shaking, eight yams a yam, and seven snicker teas. Just one of them freak things. Six, text too many, five cases of bitch. 
A's for TV's three festive hours, two potent dads, and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy. Andy Randy. Andy Randy. On the 11th day of Christmas, the middays gave to me 11 flannel shirts, 10 of bows, headbands, 9 ladies shaking, 8 yams a yam, and 7 snicker teasers. Those are tough rides, I'll tell you that. 6 text too many, 5 cases of bish. A's for TV's three festive hours, two potent dads, and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy. Andy Randy. Andy Randy. On the twelfth day of Christmas, the middays gave to me a twelve-minute podcast, eleven flannel shirts, ten of bows, headbands, nine ladies shaking, eight yams a yelling, seven snicker teas. Um, it's fun when you win. Six texts too many, five cases of beer. A's for TV's three festive hours, two potent dads, and Hugh singing Andy Randy. Andy Randy. Andy Randy. Andy Randy. Merry Christmas, everyone. Also, this hour was brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair. I'm sure they've never been more happy to be associated with anything than that song right there. Driven by excellence, building successful partnerships, call 770-755-1516 today. NFL No Huddle coming up next. We'll get into everything that's uh, going on around the league. Obviously, start looking ahead to this weekend. Some really, really fun matchups in the NFL this weekend. Uh, We'll also let you hear a little bit more from Arthur Smith as well. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.